0: good evening everyone this is Dr Blom hailing from Central Texas it is August the 20th 2023 with me as always is my excellent friend genius extraordinaire gentleman and a scholar Sean Esquire how the heck are you this evening
1: doing well Dr Blom um we just recorded is like a back-to-back we did. special edition we,
0: if- if you're feeling like this is uh, we were chomping at the bed and we're like, oh, let's, uh, let's do some catch up slash flash forward slash yeah, a, little, a little bit of that. It's the end of the summer. Kids going back to school. Another congratulations to uh, Sean and, and uh, his, his child is rocking it in the uh, volleyball world. And uh, if you don't, if you're not up to speed on that, please check out episode 20. We talk about the virtues of picking a sport for your child that involves air condition so you can enjoy <laughs> your child's activities and your weekend and everything. This is episode 21, China Square. We did it. We have we, made it to episode 21.
1: Yes. it's uh, A it's, lot of
0: people said we couldn't do it. There's yeah. been some mysterious glitches whenever we mention CIAs or World Banks or UF. There's a lot of you know weird stuff happening, man. Yeah. we got to
1: watch out then on this episode.
0: Oh man! So just heads up there, CIA, if you're gonna if you're gonna play us at the company picnic or whatever. So and thanks for everyone for we're still getting new listeners and uh, that's great. People from around the world. This is gonna be a bit of a fast and uh, I can't say the other word because I think we'll get it. It's gonna be a fast and not furious episode. And uh, go ahead, lawyers. I don't think you can come back. <laughs> that
1: Fast one. and angry.
0: Trying to swear. Sean Esquire, protect me, activate legal powers. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is going to be into the summer, uh, kind of short and sweet episode. We'll see how loquacious Sean Esquire gets. And also, diving right in, follow-up. You, I'm going to, unless you want to, you got anything? Sorry.
1: No, no, I said we go I'm, straight into
0: this. I'm going straight into it. Here we go, diving head first. A couple of follow-ups from episode 20. Uh I don't remember this could be like a follow-up follow-up double double follow-up. I don't remember on the uh, last episode if I mentioned that on episode 19 I had said I assumed that the like the big boy nukes were on the submarines and then uh, I meant to say also the satellites. So if you caught that that's what I was going for if not then thanks for uh, bearing with me. I'd like to and again we're not going to do Oppenheimer and every all of that every episode but i do want to uh just it's not a brag but there's so much involved in that story and there's so many unsung heroes in the story and you say oh it's oppenheimer and you start reading and you're going you're going down another rabbit hole and going down another rabbit hole and episode 20 i went down all the isotope rabbit holes and i was reading up on well why is this uranium different and why is why did they go with plutonium and this and this so there's plenty of rabbit holes to get into there. Certainly I've done my fair share and I just wanted to do, there's not a whole to do, just wanted to touch on the last episode I talked about that the gadget uh, was actually called the Christie gadget and it's named after Robert Christie born in 1916, died in 2012. He was one of the last members of the Manhattan project to pass away, pass away to the ripe old age of 96. That is a full life. And in his twenties, that's when he got into the Manhattan Project. So a lot of you, if you're in your 30s and you haven't gotten into a big secret government project where they're gonna split the atom, you probably missed your window. Go go back, live with mom and dad. He was, uh, finished his PhD at age 26 and his advisor was a young man known as uh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer was his PhD advisor. That was at University of California, Berkeley. Then he was put on the, the, the theory group at Los Alamos. So basically, if you haven't seen the movie, it's not much of a spoiler. There's the theory group and then the the practical group, You know, the, the meaning of the mind. So you, you got to have both the theory and the uh, practical application, the applicable group. I don't know what the other guys went by. Now he's credited with the insight that a solid subcritical mass, we kind of covered this last episode a little bit. So solid subcritical mass of plutonium could be explosively compressed into the super criticality i'm glad we're doing this early in the episode so i can say China square did you see how i did you hear super criticality
1: metallurgy really. yeah better than, better than metallurgy
0: Met, me, metallurgy is just not one that number one doesn't roll off the tongue number two i don't you know i don't use it a lot very rarely am i just you know hey what's going on with metallurgy you don't have a lot of folk meta,
1: metallurgist uh, accidents coming into the er we,
0: We have some, well, we have some metallurgy interns for our podcast. We just try to, they're a wild bunch. We try to just give them their space and let them, let them roam free. So uh, yes, that's, he's credited with uh, compressing all that into the super criticality. And the solid core plutonium model is called the Christie pit. So again, plenty of literature regarding the Christie pit and all the bells and whistles. Some side, side notes on Robert Christie. Him and his family, they later on lived with, uh, they lived in a mansion with Edward Teller. Trying to acquire Edward Teller, I mean, in real life, and Oppenheimer movie. He is father of the hydrogen bomb. That's him. It's the most oh. terrifying bomb in the history of the world as far as atoms versus uh, hydrogen goes. Yeah, thermonuclear bomb is uh, the better name for it. So, yeah, once upon a time, Christie and his family, they lived with Edward Teller and his family in Chicago because this is after the war. So, after the war, you know a bunch of guys came home and then it was hard to get apartments and things like that so that's how it kind of played out Then christy later on he went on to um uh he he was you know very pro oppenheimer obviously so teller had refused i'm sorry christy refused to shake teller's hand because teller had testified against oppenheimer so in the movie again spoiler there's yeah. a spoiler here yeah in the movie oppenheimer has the oppenheimer security hearings Famous chair scene, by the way, also. There's that. I'm pretty sure that those are the security <laughs> hearings. There's the there's the behind the door security hearings, and then there's the official. But anyway, one or both of them, then Teller had testified against Oppenheimer, and Christie was very pro-Oppenheimer. He, he, I think at some point, either on the record, off the record, he's like he's like a god of physics, god of theoretical physics. And so uh carried... I don't know if he carried that grudge to his dying day, but certainly there was a lot of animosity there or maybe maybe a reasonable amount of animosity. Who might say? How much is too much? Christy was one of the early scientists that called for a ban on atmospheric nuclear testing. He also worked on later on in life Project Orion, completely getting into this rabbit hole later. Project Orion was a proposed uh, spaceship that he was gonna propel with atom bombs. So atomic propelled, atomic bomb propelled spaceship. So yeah. I'm putting Project Orion on my list. Other brief follow-ups was first U.S. hydrogen bomb, first U.S. thermonuclear bomb, as we discussed, Edward Teller. This was a fusion bomb, and it was the the test was the Ivy <coughs> Ivy Mike test. It's done in November first, 1952, out way out in the Pacific Islands, because it's a thermonuclear bomb. This bomb was enormous, ginormous, huge, huge, the steel cylinder of this thing was 82 tons trying to square so they had a huge massive special hangar that they built it in they built these long pipes so they could do some um some uh calculations some uh verifications science stuff hmm. so these <laughs> the bomb was so like science diff- things they're doing, they're doing science stuff and the, you know, they're looking in the pipes or whatever the the, uh, the bomb was so devastating that these pipes that they used to sort of gauge the speed and everything else. These pipes were two miles long. Cool. So, yeah. And, and then again, there's more rabbit holes you can get into regarding this, uh, this hydrogen bomb. It's a fusion bomb. However, it used a fission Nagasaki style bomb technology to get it going. So inside of the, the fusion bomb, the thermonuclear bomb, the big boy hydrogen bomb, is an atom bomb is the Nagasaki style that we covered last time and that bomb through bomb That was bomb. The, uh,
1: the gun kind that shoot the slug in
0: No, the, the uh, gun This con- is the gun. implosion Yeah, so Nagasaki was the implosion one sort of sort of the Hiroshima um 2.0 2. Fat man. Yes. Fat man was Nagasaki. That was implosion. That was uranium little boy. Go go back to episode 20, everyone. I I don't want to do a total recap here. So (laughs) the thermonuclear bomb, Teller's bomb, 10.4 megatons of TNT. That's how they measure these explosions. So yeah, there's footage online. It's terrifying. I'm going to do my best to get away from nuclear stuff, atomic bombs, hydrogen bombs over the next week, two weeks, things like get back into volcanoes, you know, those could be those can be less scary, who knows
1: you're probably going to be talking about Vikings when you get back
0: I'm hoping you're, you're so you're going to be on this I've whole got, like you.
1: talking about the Fijords the
0: oh, man, so many ships of, uh,
1: of, of the, the Swedish Norwegian territories
0: maybe, maybe, we'll see jury, jury is out one thing I had briefly alluded to on the last episode again, I think it was just like a quick aside, is that I had said all the all the US presidents are related. And I mean I say related, for they're what? not. Except for one and a half, but definitely one. I said, Oh, Sideburns guy. I blanked on the name. And then Sean Esquire I mentioned possibly Elvis. I don't think Elvis has been a president. He's the king. rock and roll
1: okay that's what i was thinking of monarch
0: it's very i mean it's a very common mistake to confuse but yeah so this uh this kid in the u.s did the research years ago many stories online on honesty i think i think plenty of other people had had covered it before she did but every u.s president throughout history with the exception of martin van buren who is sideburns look at Martin Van Buren everyone as I as I stated I call him oh sideburns guy and they said and also perhaps you know, Dwight Eisenhower if, they, if they all
1: the Bible is 100 percent accurate wouldn't we all be related
0: but there's only been like 60 generations of humans from the time we got out of Africa to now something like that it's not a lot so
1: it was just adam and eve and then we all came from all that right
0: like 60 generations later boom here we are something like that yeah, then, yeah. uh yeah. so yeah so all the u.s presidents except for martin van buren and and perhaps dwight uh, eisenhower came from uh british ancestry and the other i don't know conspiracy the- theories rumors going uh, online at least were that you can actually goes back to king john which King John? It's the King John, the House of Plantagenet, 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 and he's the same guy that saw, that signed the Magna Carta. So everybody, oh. pretty much, except for Martin Van Buren, probably another thing that we get need to get into on later episodes. I don't want to cover every single I, conspiracy. I don't think
1: Obama was related to many. Other mm-hmm. prior presidents. He's
0: on, he he is on he is on the list of um you know because he's got i don't know exactly his his lineage that uh hmm. let's see paternal family paternal families of lu people l-u-o luo luo people of east africa that obama is and he's also believed to be direct descendant of john punch cool name that's a great like wrestler name or a, uh, a colonial name. era slave born colonial era slave born in modern day Cameroon, John, Ooh. John punch Cameroon. So okay, yeah, there it is. Yeah. So yeah, it's we down will, the we'll, Southern
1: we'll, part of Africa.
0: A we'll, we'll try to get, uh, I don't need you, your geography brag every episode. <laughs> I know that, you know, how m- maps are. And so, uh, oh, very, br- <laughs> very briefly, I blanked on, uh, Barry. There's a famous book called Barry and the Boys, and it talks about CIA involvement running running uh, cocaine for the mm-hmm. Colombians into U.S. and the pilot, the U.S. pilot for that was Barry Seal, Barry Seal, Barry Seal. And there's a movie with Tom Cruise, and and he's Barry, he's Barry Seal. And I was really amazed when they made that movie. It was actually a good movie. One. It was a great movie. Number one, they made it, CIA let it happen. They're like, I guess that cat's out of the bag after all that I contra affair, stupid congressional hearings. And then, so they let them, <laughs> They let them make the movie. And then, uh, and then they got big, big name, Tom Cruise. I don't know if he's still leader of the lizard people or where he is in that, in that organization. I don't know which organization it is one of, is it one of the organizations that, that they drink the baby's blood so they can all look young forever or whatever.
1: Uh, I don't, I
0: don't. I don't know exactly. I don't know either. I apologize to anyone that's like. We'll do you know, some follow I'm,
1: up on the lizard
0: people. I'm. I'm. Think <laughs> like the lizard people has been covered in ad nausea. Uh, I'm. I'm joking. Tom Cruise, if you're listening, high, high five, man. I like. I love Tom. Let's top get God. Let's
1: get him on the show.
0: Let's get him. I'm sorry. I'll call him here in a little bit. We'll get, get him me, uh, on
1: after Tom Hanks. I'll call them on
0: on break. We'll do the Toms, the big Toms. will get Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, and like Tom Thumb, yeah, like a grocery store guy. One of the Toms. I can't wait for the Tom
1: Hanks, Tom Cruise height contest.
0: I want to (laughs) make I want to make enough money where I can get Tom Cruise and Tom Hanks like in a steel cage match, and I'm Mm. like, you're what? This is what I spend my money on, just like random things. Like, hey, it's time. (laughs) So I apologize. Tom Crazy, if you're listening, I'm I'm going to assume that you don't do the drinking baby's blood thing. But, again, I don't know what goes but if on. If you do,
1: I'd love just, to have you on. I'd like to hear if that.
0: You do, if, you do, if you do, I'd like to know, just for my FYI information, how much baby's blood to like get rid of the laugh lines. Do you have to drink it? Can you just rub it on there? Just a little, <laughs> you know, just shave off. Just shaving off like five years, maybe like a full ten. How Do you have to drink it every day? so uh, again that's just because i like information i'm just uh, i'm that's just me i'm a conduit of, of factoids and so aurora aorta uh, bifurcation that sean has asked me like a quick anatomy review
1: oh, oh yeah. my god
0: i am i am going to assume that my anatomy professor is still alive because she was fairly young way back in the day anyway anatomy professor you know who you are i'm sure she's listening right now and uh I hey I said around the belly button so the aorta, the aorta bifurcates at actually lumbar l4 but the belly button happens to be I said belly button is a uh, between l3 l4 so here you go little tip of the hat that I remembered some that's weird some, so uh, they
1: measure it from the spine even though it's on the front mm-hmm. side
0: even though well it's it's because of the amount of guts and everything there it's actually closer to the spine and. Oh. Way back in the day, I scrubbed in on a uh, on a trauma case, and uh, I did cardiothoracic surgery um, for my clerkship. Way 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 back in the day, and I got to you know elbows deep into this guy.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then the cardiothoracic surgeon was like, "Press the or to the spine." They're like it's very common, so you just press it. You know, press it there so that you can keep the blood top part of oh, the body. Oh, I got you. you know, so
1: the, the blood doesn't right. keep going down
0: down there and then probably maybe I thought they like had a the little clips for that
1: thing don't they the... they do
0: but you can't this is like you know trauma surgery 101 just get in there and you, and you press it there so yeah so it would technically make more sense if they measure it lumbar wise because you know between aorta there there's colon and everything else so anyway okay. L4 close close call Oof, I didn't want to get any calls from my <laughs> anatomy <laughs> professor from <laughs> 20 years ago yeah if you get an old
1: seppuku client or patient in now you'll know yeah you'll just
0: be you know i'm all thumbs once i get in there yeah i don't do surgery stuff that's not that's not me so um god bless surgeons takes a takes a village so there. is it a different oh, one, sorry I
1: know this is sidebar here if somebody mm-hmm. comes in with like a seppuku injury <laughs> you're like it's not me <laughs> call the other doc or
0: you know how the plumber comes over and you have like you know like nine Gushing pipes water coming out the the plumber's like oh, man this don't look cheap come on <laughs> <laughs> might be with the first <laughs> yeah it's uh we don't we don't get a lot of supuku and uh but i'll do my I was best gonna say, but not, if you did
1: like would you have to get in there until the other guy can make it there
0: me i'm gonna get in there uh I'm gonna do whatever I can do to to keep people alive and honor my oath but I I am going to assume that uh, I mean send them <laughs> so to this
1: clinic next door
0: <laughs> okay so number one Sean Esquire they already have a contingency plan in place and it's the it's the good old decapitator friend 4000 he comes yeah. out and he's like oh what, what's going on
1: and you also so, said like you would bleed out in like 60 seconds or less. So they're probably not, not making it to the hospital unless they did it in the parking lot and then tried <laughs> to run in the door or maybe going in the doors or doing it.
0: They're pro- they're protesting our broken healthcare system in the actual emergency department. And then they were just like, yeah, take that. I'm going to try not to go back to the Sapuku because it's just, there's a lot there. And I did initially for last episode, I read up on, that you had asked uh, oh is it the is it the guy on the battlefield and oh it's just yeah kinda,
1: like does he do it right then and there or
0: there's a whole shame shame and honor thing you know so they might do it with like they captured the competing samurais
1: oh and it's like, like okay. we can kill you or you can die with honor
0: right so they it, it can be used by warriors to avoid falling into the enemy hands uh to attenuate the shame and Avoid possible torture, or, or lots of lots of choices here. I mean, uh, the seppuku is, is very versatile. It could also be offered by their uh, daimo, which is like their feudal lords, to carry out uh, that the lords are like, hey, you know, we're disgraced warriors, and they're sometimes allowed to to do it rather than be executed in the normal manner. The most common form was for uh, <laughs> for the men was uh, composed of everything that we covered last time. And then uh, they and then so they they jab and then they stretch their neck out so they're like oh, oh and they do the whole thing and and then uh, and then there's a mercy kill but uh, mercy decapitation yeah. I think and this is just me speaking you know what do I know seppuku style uh, I would just go for hey man can we just skip ahead just do the decapitation how sharp is that samurai sword super sharp right yeah it's like folded like just go I don't want to the jab it in my stomach and the gut and I got like this is a just, very pretty
1: knife like you could just have the knife
0: it. just cut my head off skip ahead skip ahead there's no reason skip, to dirty skip,
1: to, skip ahead
0: we're gonna dirty up the knife and then you gotta dirty up the sword and there's just a, there's a lot going on there let's go yeah so um, that's our kind of seppuku 1.5 follow up kind of and beer of the week for me is um oh wait a sec wait a sec i'm sorry i'm so. oh my god what's wrong with me there it is i'm sorry man i got so excited i'm i'm not trying to rush through our summer our last summer end of summer episode everyone yes i'm sorry i'm gonna let you go first since uh that's a that's a right out of the bag Copa right there oh i've got this
1: nice colored triple hops brewed miller light filling my polymer uh court Stein and uh, it tastes great I've also also got a little glass of uh Jim bean here so uh, if the 4.3 percent miller light doesn't do it by the end of the hour this little guy will
0: I am uh you know what I went back and I said let's uh let's give it let's give it a chance there and now I am just crazy into the Boddingtons. I'm just downing them. There's cans everywhere, fate, all fate over the news. house. Th- <laughs> no, so I uh, I'm going with tried and true. My Abita Amber. Mm. Uh, I, I love Amber. I'm just doing my my end of summer beer. Nothing crazy. And then also, this is kind of an impromptu episode that Shana Squire said. Shana Squire and I had said, let's do uh, let's do an end of the summer. Wrap it up. Wrap it up for uh, for all of our You know, fans. that
1: neighbor that you've been having issues with you. You send him a peace offering with a case of to Be like, hey, no hard feelings. You go, Here you go.
0: Here's some Boddington's Here's some old speckled
1: hen. Big,
0: big stack, <laughs> big stack of Cosmos for you there. Big stack <laughs> of a, it's a DVD box set of uh, Sex in the City uh, seasons one through twelve or whatever. Here's here's all twenty seasons of Grey's Anatomy because because of you thanks for uh thanks for doing complaining about my property person
1: I think this is like (sighs) a British like they probably don't speak of it but this is probably some like sick twisted practical joke since they lost the war they're like we're only gonna export very terrible beer to the US
0: that's their giggle. They're giggling like,
1: <laughs> oh, me through I, our tea in the harbor. We're gonna send you a shit you. beer. Get you, Americans. <laughs> uh,
0: they're just like doing the Gordon Ramsay chuckle all the way to the bank or whatever. Um, I feel, I feel either maybe, you know, the the really bad thing would be what if Sean Esquire that they're like, hey man, send them the good stuff really we've had we've had <laughs> we've had some ups and downs with the americans there's no reason for us to you know what just send them give them the good stuff guys so they sent us pottington and we're like mm, so good not, skunk, not skunky it's, at all it's that
1: terrible meal at the in-laws that you're like oh it tastes great <laughs>
0: Put it put it in uh, Tupperware. I want to eat it tomorrow for lunch. I'm probably going to eat it in the car on the way home, like first red light I get. Just put it in. Yeah, it was so good. I'm, I'm so, it's so filling, so good, and uh, yeah, just kind of get like two Tupperwares, just just load load it up there, yeah. and then they show up at your <laughs> at work, and they bring you Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> have some, have some right now in front of me.
1: <laughs> I, I would, but I ate so much right before you showed up. <laughs>
0: so um. Yeah, uh, British folk again. Uh we haven't mentioned on this episode anyone, everyone, please uh, email in doc D O C Law Podcast at gmail.com. That's great. Nailed it. Questions, comments, concerns, anything not uh, weird picks, please, please don't do that and uh British friends also some beer recommendations also we're you know we're not opposed to that yeah so nothing great nothing crazy uh beer in, on on my end I am um I'm gonna keep drinking the I, like I said last time I like the Shiner Oktoberfest I like the Sam Adams Oktoberfest I like the Vorsheisen. Sch- Vor- was it Vor- Vorsteiner Vorste- Vorsteiner I like the Vorsteiner Oktoberfest so I know that there's many shades, and there's a a blondie, there's a blondie Oktoberfest, and an amber-ish, amber amber e mm-hmm. uh, Oktoberfest, and so I tend to lean more towards the amber than the uh, than the blondes. But a lot of good Oktoberfest out there, and Brits. If you got any Oktoberfest stuff, then that's fine. I think I think we're a little spoiled, also, because Texas has such a there's many robust. German communities yes. robust there's German German communities in the in Texas especially from back in the day with German settlements and uh some probably some like a lot of Belgium influence mm-hmm. and there's not really any way to get around it the Germans and the Belgians just make fantastic beer we've we've commented on that many times
1: yeah you know yeah because there's a lot of I and mean, you had a Texas beer uh last time that was Belgian style Texas beer Um uh, false thoughts you know what I honestly think it would be fairly easy because I know nothing about brewing beer um I could probably just brew my own beer and, and it it probably come out terrible but I'll just call it British made or mm. British inspired and
0: I've brewed some I've brewed some mini barrels of beer in my day okay I, ha- I have some I have some left over in my fridge right now um my dad fridge, yeah. Well, you get speckled the,
1: Esquire, right here.
0: It takes it takes months. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head the the whole process. You know, you do the initial thing when you get it out of the out of the box, when little barrel and everything. Mm-hmm. And then at some point between the hops and the barley and everything, it's been a while since I've done it. Then you stick it in the back of your pantry in a cool, dark place, and then Let there it, it, it will do. It'll it'll do all of it. Remember, we've talked about the bottom fermenting mm-hmm. and the. All the different tricks and everything involved so yeah the the mini the mini beer kits those are a lot of fun and knock on wood i've never made a bad one and but i also i also get the amber ones and you get the you, know, you, get, you get the little thing of uh hops and um this whole you know when you're a kid you do all those science experiments yeah i was always asking as when i was a kid i wanted all the chemistry sets like just keep buying them You're
1: buy eight years old and, like i want uh, a beer making kit
0: yeah, now it's the beer making kit, and, and it is good. Knock on wood. Uh, but yeah, there's there, you're not going to buy one on a Monday and be drinking on a Tuesday. You do have to, you do have to put it away for. Off the top of my head, I think it's at least three months. It might be like, oh, it's not half a year. I don't think because this is a mini. This is a mini kit. I don't think it's a full six months. Last time I got, last one I got it on Father's Day, and I'm pretty sure I was drinking it by early fall okay. so three months something like that anyway yeah highly recommend really good delicious
1: all right um you benefit I have no
0: meals the week but uh well, yeah quick quick break and then we'll come everybody get your maybe don't get bonningtons. Right. get something treat, treat yourself live live life and we will be right back welcome back to a doctor and a lawyer walk into a podcast it is august 20th 2023 this is episode 21 we're so excited that we made it to episode 21 we've got huge things coming huge things going on we're very proud of our web page and here it is what is it this week is it the short version short Oh, okay, discipline, discipline, nice. Yeah, we decided that I am the only one that thinks the long version is funny every single time. So, wow, <laughs> Sean, Sean Esquire is really, he's really uh, oh, yeah, got some awesome. zen going on. You there. never
1: know. Uh, we've been talking about the Sudoku, and
0: uh, <laughs> is that what's going to push me over the edge? <laughs> oh my god, it's so it's so horrible. Every do the right, do the right there by the L four. I feel bad. Do the. <laughs> Sean is telling everyone that he knows where the aorta bifurcates this week. <laughs> he's going to he's gonna work it into, like, three trials. Like, oh, Your I can't Honor. wait. I
1: need a, I need a, mid, a <laughs> med doctor on the stand. Like, do you know where the aorta bifurcates? And if he's, like...
0: L4? It's L4. That's where it is. If he I don't says know I'm gonna navel,
1: there. I'm going to be, like, I need a specific lumbar spine target.
0: I said navel is, like, L3, L4. It's right. there, so... Uh, but if yeah, he says I, naval and then, he, and
1: then he's like oh like the L6 i'm going to uh tear that witness apart
0: one of my dreams is that some thing that we cover especially history thing you will be able to work it into like you're very in my head you're very dramatic in court and court you do like this pause you like you're like a matlock meets meets up harry mason meets up <laughs> the practice meets a uh, sam sam waterstein mm-hmm. sam uh Law and Order yeah, The, the real Law and right? Order Yeah. So in my head, you do it. And then eventually, you're going to be at a point, you're like, oh, wait a minute. And you have this grand epiphany. And you say, jury, I don't know if you are aware of the early days of World War One, And then you just like, use that. Right, right use, into all, him. use our, hey, let me tell right. you about. Let me tell you so about an
1: Archduke. Yeah. <laughs>
0: The evidence from prosecution is as much bullshit as the <laughs> nobility of the Archduke, everyone, based based on uh, Austrian uh, nobility, whatever, act of uh, nineteen ninety whatever. Anyway, so, yeah, eventually, for everyone, not just, but especially Sean Esquire, I hope that <laughs> there comes a time in your professional life where you're like, okay, I'm ready for this. Here it goes. Somebody just casually mentions, they're like, I don't really think I know about the last couple of Mars missions, but I feel like I know about them. I do. <laughs> Let's just have that ready to go. Have, have that bow in the quiver, my friend. That's
1: You never know what you're going to
0: get. You're going to play that over the judge? You're going to interrupt the judge? I'm going to play it before or... I
1: step up to do my closing <laughs>
0: argument. Oh, everybody has their theme song <laughs> just just act like oh i'm sorry i thought my phone's going off and then just uh, just be like oh cramp, i can't get to it and then just where <laughs> it is going, and going. <laughs> so,
1: oh um
0: get ready cia yeah, guy get, in the lake get ready get ready CIA. <laughs> sean, Esqu- sean Esquire squire texts me maybe an hour before the show and he says Hey, let's do some Middle East stuff. I'm like, why not? You know, I can do all the reading that needs to be done for Middle middle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does coincide with this one. This one is actually this week in history, the mm-hmm. last. So, well, this means that we are kind of more or less caught up that we got behind over the summer. We're about to get behind again. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's just like your bills, you know, you get caught up in your bills and then it's like, oh, boom, facelift bill. What is this? I don't have a <laughs> facelift i use all that expensive lotions and creams and activators so then uh yeah so this is august uh, 19th
1: our, yesterday
0: august
1: 19th. uh well yesterday kind of yes. two parts um august 19th of 2013. so 10 years ago not very long but the the cia the u.s you know spy agency publicly admitted to um Involving in a coup in Iran back in August of 1953, so the U.S. was like, "I guess we're gonna come." I don't know why they came out public with this, but they wanted to tell the world something. I guess
0: they they just couldn't sleep at night anymore. Okay, they that's just held it in. They held it in as best you know how it is sometimes, and then and then eventually your your conscious co- catches up to you, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, it's been 60 years or so <laughs> all these decades."
1: Back in the fifties, um, Iran had a prime minister, uh, day What kind
0: of prime minister? Hang hang on a second, hang on, because this is this is kind of important. What kind of prime minister?
1: An important was one,
0: Mohammad Mossadegh. Yeah, I apologize if, I, if I'm uh, butchering that. Fans, listeners, everyone, he was democratically elected prime minister. Mohammed. Oh, oh, yeah, he was not appointed well, by the Shah most of the day no this isn't a monarchy thing because we're red-blooded Americans uh, or blue-blooded Americans depending on what vasculature you're looking at and then so this is a uh, this is this is the whole point right yep, the people we, have, like,
1: we want him in
0: dem- democratically elected this is we fight wars over this and so anyway he this is in. very.
1: there's a Shah yeah. I guess the Shah is it's kind of like England they have like a king and queen and then they have a prime minister but I guess in Iran back in the day they don't have shahs anymore but the shah was like the king and the prime minister kind of ran everything um they didn't like that he was a I guess a nationalist he wanted it so there was a big uh agreement for oil imagine that dr bomb oil in the there Middle there you East. go
0: right yeah um, you're, you're getting down you're getting into the nuts and bolts great. there's no there's no smoke and mirrors on this when you go back to so I yeah I applaud Sean Esquire for giving me one because it was like oh Middle East they
1: had (laughs) had, had some oil Great Britain was involved with their terrible beer um but they had (laughs) apparently they controlled Iran's oil for decades through this Anglo-Iranian oil company and then the Prime Minister was like hey everybody why do we have to work with the Brits they make shit beer we don't even have beer. Yeah, not going to let that we, go. <laughs> we should keep all of our oil because they're making money and don't know how to make alcohol. So the people loved it. They were like, "Yeah, get Britain out of here!" And so that's when Britain came crawling back to the U.S. It was like, "Hey, U.S., we're getting we're getting told we got to be out of the Middle East," and. <laughs> We need your help.
0: Shaanishgar is missing well, a couple. It was it was in
1: a British accent though. It was like I oh, know U.S. We we are sorry. We need your help over here in Iran.
0: No, I mean, me oil. I don't know. They they, they, they
1: they want I to take part. me oil.
0: And so we can land. We land on a Cockney accent. So <laughs> can, couple 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 things here is one is the U.S. was obviously this is post World War Two. And the mentality for the U.S. was really a lot. There was a lot of Russia, 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 Russia.
1: Oh yeah, they feared he was a commie.
0: Well, yeah. So, Iran, they they have resources.
1: We didn't want them aligning with one Russia.
0: One of one of the resources is oil. So, yeah, that's <laughs> mm-hmm. that's important. When your country has oil, and they had a democratically elected Shah. Part part of it was 1951 that are around that time that they I think they were looking for part of the payout on the Brits getting the oil that they had a you know you, we're gonna do 10% of every barrel or something to that effect and then and then the Brits said no and they said we'll, we'll, we'll nationalize our oil so it's you know not under private company this is mm-hmm. a product of the people uh wow can you I guess I guess our nationalized oil is taxes because then the gas company gets taxed on it and the, the gas station and then we get taxed on it so that's kind of a roundabout way of nationalizing <laughs> nationalizing public resources or mm-hmm. like regular resources but i think really the big thing that i saw was between th- that the the brits had kind of waited for Crying. truman so yeah truman truman wasn't into it truman said hey man the whole iran thing we're worried about russia and everything and then you know and by the time Eisenhower comes into power in 53, then Eisenhower is, you know, he's ex-military, so he's very concerned, Russia, Russia, Russia. And then at that time, I think, whether it was Churchill or the, this is the predecessor on the oil, is the predecessor for, um, what do you call it, BP, oh, British, yeah. British, British Petroleum. Petroleum. Yeah, they right, spilled so
1: oil there. in the Gulf.
0: Yeah, they're one of them. I mean, when Cheney's Halliburton guys did the same thing, so yeah. Yeah, many, there's been so many spillages uh so that was really for the u.s that's what happened mm-hmm. because truman was still not on board about the middle east stuff he said yeah they've got their problems we have our problems we just finished up uh, dropping dropping uh atom bombs we got our own stuff going on over here then so eisenhower i think that that's how they spun it and and who knows what the sales pitch was but it was hey if we don't get involved in this uh, british oil iran thing then the soviets are going to come in they're gonna probably go in there with their soviet you know bullshit hey this is this is yeah, our take, oil. take all
1: the soviet oil yeah and who yeah. led yeah. up that team with the cia dr blom yes
0: yeah, so originally before the cia there's oss which kennedy and at least i think one of his brothers was involved as we talked about last episode bush senior was a uh, head of cia anyway so before it was cia it was oss and this uh gentleman kermit roosevelt
1: Mm, yes kermit
0: yeah with a k kermit roosevelt great name the grandson of teddy had eventually become the head of this area he wasn't head of the cia at that time i think he was head of the um cia middle eastern area or cia iran desk you know district head whatever he he eventually uh, i mean what is going on in the (laughs) roosevelt family they have so many characters uh his dad has a tragic tale I don't want to get into that and then uh so at one point he had orders to a- abort all of this stuff that was going was going down and he was like the story is is that he crumbled up the paper they said abort abort mission abort bullshit and he crumbled the paper he said we never got that and, and then mm-hmm. proceeded and proceeded on the Kermit, mission, Kermit said we are helping the Brits this time Kermit said no thank you to that the mission had a weird. It was TPA, Jax. Was the mission? Do you get that whole thing? I didn't T-P-A-J. read that
1: part. What's TPA?
0: So the TPA is the Tuda Party, T-U-D-E-H Party Project, and uh. then the and then the the Jax is Operation Ajax.
1: Oh, the, cleaning the pipe cleaner. Ajax.
0: What is I mean, a pipe Ajax cleaner. Is, Ajax is pretty corrosive, man. That's, okay. like, that's like, like operation lie. battery acid. <laughs> yeah. Operation chemical burn. <laughs> that's really, it's pretty brutal. So unfortunately, once the U S gets involved in terms of espionage and coups and everything. Uh, wow. I, something happened that the U S very, very early on that they went from the OSS. And then once the OSS became CIA <laughs> again, Huge aside here, everyone. Kennedy, you know, I take that back. Kennedy, I say Kennedy, JFK was naval intelligence. I don't know if he was in OSS. Uh, But I do know that he tried to get rid of CIA and Alan Dulles, and then Kennedy was assassinated. And then Alan Dulles was on the commission to, it was the Dulles commission to investigate the JFK assassination. Okay, sorry about that. And I'm back. I'm okay. back to Ira- so I'm-
1: CIA goes in. They're like, "Hey, we're going to pay off the newspapers and the radio people, and mm-hmm. we're going to say that this democratically elected person Mossadeq is some bad guy against the interest of Iran." And they get enough of the people to, I guess, buy into it. But they also paid off the military, so. You know, you throw some money around at the media, you throw some money around at the military and say, hey, look, we're going to get this guy out of here. And then the Shah is going to come back because he like left the country, said he had a a medical emergency and had been gone until this whole thing went down. And then the people were like, yeah, we don't want this guy here. And then the Shah comes back and they're like, we're going to put him in power. And that's what they did. They,
0: Can we talk about some of these amazing CIA techniques? They paid protesters. Mm-hmm. They paid protesters to show up to to drum up. You know, oh, then you know you get enough protesters. Then, then the people join in, like oh. Well, then you get the then you get the press involved, and then once you get the press involved, then it becomes this huge snowball effect. I have a quote from, you know, like you said, there was a 2013 release.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So another thing. Let's focus on the fact that cia doesn't release everything all at once and this is we're going back to 1953 so everyone involved is dead why why hold on to it so Oh, there okay. was a why are they
1: dead they probably get old
0: uh there was well, maybe they're not dead that's oh, why the cia what kind of themselves they've got they've got the best you know all those uh, stupid uh, magic magic foods what do they called um, <laughs> superfoods oh dr oz like the acai right? berries the, the, the cia has their hands on all the information from the aliens and the lizard people right there's a lot of information over there that's what they do they do i don't know they got the information man that's what they do <laughs> and then uh, when they're not breaking into my house and breaking my microphone like oh we're going to take down we're going to take down these uh, these truth revealers then uh yeah so some of them might be alive from 1953 who knows shot Esquire? who knows what kind of technology they have their hands on from the alien lizard people but so there was a 2013, I say dump, there was a 2013 release, and there was also a 2017 release. And I'm pretty sure there was at least one or two before that. So it's just, they trickle it here and they trickle it there. And um, yeah, I think even the 2017 one was at least a thousand pages or many, many pages. So this is one of the quotes. I think this one is from the 2013 release regarding how the CIA did what they did using propaganda to undermine Mossadegh politically inducing the shah to cooperate bribing members of parliament organizing the security forces and ginning up public demonstrations yeah so th- this is CIA 101 and this is back in nineteen fifty three. oh and the church the, mm-hmm. the oh yeah 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 the clergy the clergy, the clergy. was involved, so we know we know for sure CIA was involved from all this data dump or revelations or whatever uk was involved 100 percent. uk has eh, not, not been
1: the uk did anything they just asked the, us for the, help and we saved the them
0: Brit- i mean <laughs> again we're just right uh, welcome Brits. They, uh, yeah we'll we'll, t- we'll take the 1953 coup we'll take that one for the team <laughs> but you're going to really have to return the favor by listening to um some some beer tips so yeah this is uh, i'm history is not always about Celebrating sometimes history history is about saying this is wrong and we were on the wrong team on this and so people say oh what's going on with U uh, S Iranian uh, <laughs> relations this is it this is how it started yeah. so, way back in nineteen fifty three the U S has never apologized they were one hundred percent involved the Brits were involved come on I Brits mean, just come yeah, say it kind
1: of the, just the bigger picture here was we didn't want Russia controlling all the oil in the Middle East. We obviously were allies oh, like, with england
0: so also it was a muslim clergy everyone i don't know like, there's yeah. a lot of- yeah
1: it, no, <laughs> it's a muslim word. country
0: <laughs> right no, yeah you know, so when i when i read the the word clergy i was like what catholicism is, is, is wrong and, and then i was like, oh, they're, oh they're clergy there yes, oh, that makes yes, more yes. sense they're clergy so yeah. i'm sorry that's why i go ahead
1: i mean the big picture here was they had a guy that they elected that wanted to mm-hmm. kick britain out because they didn't want Britain to control the oil in their own country. I it's get their, that. It's
0: their resources.
1: And we thought, Oh, well, they're going to be aligned with Russia, because we think this guy's a nationalist or a communist, and then Russia's going to have control over it. So we said, Yeah, we'll help out. And we're going to put the Shah back in power, that we're going to pay a bunch of money to and he's going to be on our side. And he was for a he, long
0: time till the 70s. He gave- he gave basically this is the no bid no bid right. the low bid no bid contracts that Halliburton got in Iraq. Yeah. This is the 1.0 version of that. I'm sorry everyone I keep doing the 1.0 or er, version 2.0 version. I'll get some better catchphrases. This is the early predecessor version of the uh, of the Halliburton oil acclimate. Aqu-
1: and it, it worked till what the the late 70s until the population rose up and stormed the embassy. Yeah, libuses. so
0: there was a 1979 revolution mm-hmm. from the uh, from the iranians and they they were rising up against the so the previous democratically elected prime minister had been deposed uh in a in a coup yeah do you i, th- I think deposed i think like sitting in a room going through a bunch of paperwork oh he's been deposed
1: yeah that's how mine have gone yeah. <laughs>
0: this was this was a real deal and they physically remove the guy and then so yeah the uh, the Iranians didn't have a revolt until 1979 and they brought in another Shah and uh, I don't think that was the uh, I, I
1: don't, was it another say, Shah? I, I, so, I thought,
0: that was, I thought yeah, he
1: was the last Shah that had taken over Iran
0: Mohammed Reza Pahlavi he ruled until 1979 right. so Muhammad Reza was our, was our puppet US puppet mm-hmm. who knows how many strings were the was the u.s pulling and how many was there were the brits pulling so yeah and then he had kind of opened the door for quote resources which which means oil so then the u.s companies get involved right all the globo probably exxon whatever they get involved in and then uh maybe maybe not exxon you know some some oil people uh get involved and then devil's advocate china squire
1: Um, It was Khomeini after that, Ayatollah Khomeini.
0: Ayatollah Rockerola. Did I say Ayatollah? No, you know what? I was, and then okay,
1: because I I remember the name. But yeah, that's who took over after the 1979 revolution. Bunch of people fled north into Turkey and got the hell out of Iran and now it's because
0: the, since then those are the extremists that that got together the band the band of extremists got together
1: yeah and they were like we're just gonna run the country from now
0: because all the- that's unfortunate so we when the U.S had a revolution it was an extremist that came to the front
1: uh, Britain might think that
0: okay one country thinks that but this is <laughs> this these are like religious extremists that are still poisoning that part of the world now and i understand the western contribution i I don't shy away from that at all i didn't do it i wasn't there right but i'm i'm not not gonna i'm not here to sugarcoat every horrible thing the u.s has ever done i'm here to embrace it okay i am here i'm here to embrace especially for u.s history because it's our history good bad ugly all of it in between this was wrong what the u.s did was wrong and i'll say if i try to think point counterpoint if I think um what, what was really the big argument that they had to go in the president's office they had they had to get the president on board I mean that's how
1: they had like they're not thinking 20 30 years in the future I mean now we do I don't think they were thinking that they don't have the internet they don't, like none of that I think their thought was we have to keep we have to protect our oil pipeline
0: the U.S was thinking Russia and and when you think Russia, you think planes and aircraft carrier, and I think plane jeans, crashes I think, and everything everything that involves oil, you're thinking military, you're thinking oil. So mm. I think that's part of what was going on with the US. And the US thought, well, if we don't get it, oh my god, man, this is like giving me some like vertigo. For the atomic bomb, it was if we don't do it, the Germans are else do will it, and they're gonna and then we gotta do it, we gotta do this thing, this horrible thing. If we don't kill all these Japanese people, then no one's gonna know that we developed this bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just like drop it in the ocean like the Russians did. Uh and then and then there's this. And yeah. if we don't if we don't if we don't get that oil, hey everyone, stop what you're doing. Put your cigarettes down, because you could smoke like in the Oval Office back then, and like, hey, if we don't get this oil. Then the russian gonna get the oil and then they're gonna have more aircraft carriers than us they'll have more plastic than us you need you will make
1: (laughs) this was an interesting one to cover because i did not know the backstory with iran like i know now we're like enemies right we try to work it out but i never knew the reason why we were actually we worked well with them in the 50 late 50s 60s 70s Mm -hmm. because of the person we put in power um but I never knew you know the backstory of I knew that they had a big revolution but I didn't know what we had done
0: you didn't know that we were the cause of yeah. the revolution, and then so it and good. then they had but that, not that was good re- that was good to
1: know I should say
0: yeah we we have a responsibility to embrace all of it and which is and why
1: or August nineteenth, 2013 the CIA Sudoku themselves okay. and Released all the the paperwork,
0: so I understand they can make an argument back then and say, "Well, if we don't do this, then the Soviets are going to roll in, and then what's going to happen?" And they want the whole world to be communist, and they just lived in this fear. I don't even know if they lived in fear of communism. I think a lot of it was that they just used that right. to justify. I mean, they used it to just to roll into Southeast Asia and mm-hmm. Laos and Cambodia and Vietnam. So, and then maybe i'm getting ahead of myself then the newer version of the red scare is uh was a uh, terror terror terrorism mm. and then that that was another this nefarious <laughs> thing from the shadows right? i always
1: laugh when i hear that cuz i think of borat he's like i support your war of terror <laughs> to the americans
0: i think oh. of bush junior and then he couldn't say the word terror And and I have you know I also have a Texas draw, but I think Bush Junior. Tear like the like tear paper tear tear, war on terror. war on. Some there are some presidents have a harder time speaking than others. He wants to keep paper
1: together. I get it. (laughs)
0: Um. Anti tear. Oh, he was talking about a tear in in the rift of of uh, American discourse. There's a tear there, Shana's car.
1: Let's get into this.
0: speaking on many, to many levels. I'm sorry. Go let's, ahead. See,
1: let's get into this quick uh, August 20th, today, mm.
0: 20, 2023. Wow. It's mean, oh, kind,
1: kind of historical, because uh, yesterday we found out about it. Today we confirmed it. Do you know what I'm talking about, Dr. Blum?
0: I have a strong feeling that we've covered have covered. We've talked about
1: it. moon rovers in ad nauseum on this podcast
0: I wouldn't say that I've okay. spoken about them at the appropriate amount and <laughs> and executed the correct details to uh you know no it's just in enticing mm-hmm. every factoid that we have offered regarding what's going on with moon just exponentially more enticing than the other one we've gotten rave reviews oh. regarding the the oh. moon episodes the space episodes remember We had a bunch of emails, awe inspiring.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Doclawpodcast at gmail.com. DOClawpodcast at gmail.com. Remember all those emails that we got? I knew.
1: There's there's been a a new space race to the moon. Mm -hmm. India is up there in orbit right now, ready to touch down this week. Like, well, that's the plan. Uh, Russia. If you're just catching
0: up, please please reference episode 1920.
1: Russia's got their. Luna 25 their first mission in 47 years
0: they, since 76 guess guess what part they want to go to on the moon Dr Blom they want to go to the South Pole because that's where that's those where uh, the sweet sweet are. minerals are There's water there and within those crystalline structures there's phosphate there we covered all this last episode everybody if you're just joining us right now then welcome glad glad to have you so Russia and did it
1: right they they conquered it.
0: Shannon's choir as of April 20th today, August I believe August 20th. Oh, we are definitely in August uh, <laughs> seven, seven, eight hours ago. Unfortunately, the Russian moon mission mission has failed. This was Luna 26, 25, Luna 25. So uh, yeah, I feel that this is a definitely hang your head moment because I also feel that the vast majority of space space missions are not like CIA in, invading, uh, Iran and, and toppling, uh, and, and just being wrong us being, uh, <laughs> crimes against humanity wrong. I feel most everyone involved in space, they have humanity and there's very strict, I say strict right, laws. The best there's,
1: interest for humanity
0: for all mankind. Yeah. That is what the, what the plaque says on the moon, that, we, that the the U.S. put it there in 69. It's not important who got there first. The U.S. got there first. It's, it's, we've done. We've, <laughs> we we've, we put yeah, we humans were,
1: there. You couldn't put a rover. Right, right, no one else had no. that. It doesn't matter who it doesn't did what. Matter. And, you...
0: I mean, we we. I mean, Russia just crashed yeah. now, yeah. and yeah. we. I don't think we've never crashed anything. the moon. came came close. Tom Hanks got us out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, so again, I don't think this is a cause for celebration. That this moon mission didn't go well for the Russians. That they. They smash their uh, Luna 25, crashes into the moon. Moon 25, everyone.
1: They put a lot it's of a blow, time and effort into that, I bet.
0: Blow to the Russian uh, space prestige.
1: They've got a and... lot going on, though. I think if they would have focused their efforts into, hey, maybe we don't invade another country. Maybe we just focus on the moon.
0: So two things off the top of my head is one is, uh, yeah, you're <laughs> involved in this illegal war first war
1: since World War II a largest scaled war since World War II in Europe so
0: oh wow okay I didn't think about that I mean it's you're talking about in terms of troop power boots on the ground
1: troops uh, a lot of deaths a lot of machinery a lot of bombs missiles money
0: for sure I don't know how much the U.S just constant yeah money for sure I don't know boots on the ground uh, that being said uh yeah when you're invading another country legally and you're waging war that might not be the best time to try to get to the moon and the other thing though again we've spoken about last couple we probably of episodes, thought we're
1: gonna get those sweet sweet resources
0: <clears throat> not, not ad nauseum shine Esquire. The, the exact perfect amount of moon talk and then they were trying to beat india so india launched in the last month yeah like two and weeks russia ago.
1: The ch- ch- uh Oh man, I'm gonna butcher Chandrahan,
0: Chandrahan, ch- Chandrahan
1: three. three. Yeah, it's the third Chandran. one. I know that.
0: Chandrahan, Chandrahan, right? Ch- yeah. yeah, it's the part three. Uh, probably at least as cool as Lethal Weapon three. When you think about it's you know,
1: been, it's been doing it, these orbits. It's just getting lower and lower. Gotta be cooler than lower. Iron Man. Right? No, they're slow rolling it's out Ant-Man this. Three. They're slow rolling need, their
0: drop. Didn't need an Ant Man three for sure. So India and Russia were in <laughs> in dead heat. That India launched a couple of weeks ago. Russia launched. No, 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 no. India launched like a month ago. It's
1: been and a while. Russia
0: launched. Well, well the, the deal is, is that Russia launched after them, and they were trying to get there before them. Whatever uh, kind of super thrust. You can't
1: force it. Like it doesn't work, it,
0: man. Timing. I mean, Timing is, uh, you can, important.
1: but you see you just forced it right into the lunar surface.
0: You got a lander to do. When you get that lander in there, mm-hmm. you, gotta, you know, you don't want to. How,
1: how long? It, I mean, I forget. How many days did it take for us to get to the moon and put humans uh, on
0: it? Full three days okay. from the Earth, That's what, Earth slingshot. That's 1969, though.
1: Right. Now we'd probably do it in like seven hours.
0: In a few a couple hours. You know, yeah. Deliver a pizza. Yeah. us get a moon of the pizza an hour or less where you get your pizza for free mm-hmm. that's what the you like oh my god i want to live in that world i want to live in the world where i can get a moon to learn to the pizza like come on nasa folk get on <laughs> so take a break from dissecting aliens and get onto the the moon mission so i hope our martian import- rover
1: wave to him from across the galaxy
0: Dude. It's not the whole galaxy. Well, you know, from, from them. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a that's a bummer, Russia. A rover but...
1: shoots up a flag that says "Better luck next time."
0: Hmm. You know, there was an article in the last year or so, and it was a NASA, like again, official NASA guy, and he was commenting on. Uh, he was saying, like, flat out on the record. Oh China's up there and they're going to be knocking down uh, satellites and just uh, causing all kinds of problems and just like directly on the record accused China of hurting international space missions that uh, oh China's going to get to the south pole of the moon and they're going to get all the helium 3 and they'll be able to have this futuristic uh, rocket fuel or all the other theories and everything else that's coming from uh, that's I'm, coming from especially south pole south pole of the moon
1: I, I like his optimism I don't see that happening either I, you know, like how many products I've bought that just fell apart. I don't
0: from, from China specifically. Yes.
1: Yes. Chinese made products. Now, maybe their space program, maybe they use American made equipment and it's going to make it there, but I don't know. I hope they didn't buy a Russian made lunar thing because that crashed.
0: I'm looking around my house. I don't see a lot of Russian products, and you're right. I do see probably some Chinese products, Mm -hmm. and again, the Chinese are probably smart enough to send you. you You're like, oh, the British send us horrible beer. Maybe they do, and then China, China's not going to send you the this thing that's going to last for ten years. I'm just glad that Elon Musk is here working for the U.S. Fire. Those sweatshops in China don't pay for themselves, my friend. No. Those things, you know, they need a steady flow of cheap crap, and they send it to you. Mm-hmm. And the stupid plastic thing that you need—it snaps that's, in half. That's when, why my rover
1: you know, gets a sock; it just stops. It's probably Chinese-made. They better uh, hope there's no socks on the moon.
0: Because, <laughs> yeah, or, right, or or you could be a grown-up man and pick up your socks and not. <laughs> I could. Like, I mean, <laughs> what kind of weird bachelor existence do you have where you're just like socks go here underwear <laughs> goes here shirt goes here want- pizza box over here check out my pizza box i mean, got enough of them where i made a coffee table like you're a grown-up man buy a coffee table
1: i wonder if is russia planning to shoot another one there to try to beat india like within the next four days though
0: oh man you know it'd be great as a if huge flex that- we do it uh, hang on a second. If Russia <laughs> Russia made this announcement, come on, Russia's like, oh, we oh, we crashed it. Son of a B, I can't believe that. It's crashed. And it's up there. And then, t- just roving. and then, yeah, so either, yeah, maybe it went to the other side or uh, it's just lurking about. Or tomorrow, or t- maybe tonight, they make an announcement. And they say, you know what? We lost control of our Lunar 25. And then, <laughs> you know how the... <laughs> You know how tricky math is sometimes and it just smashed down on that china rover thing they had down there just really <laughs> tore it to shit and that that one that one's on us china sorry about that but we landed we did land uh we were a little scared there for a moment and then this act of god happened which again out of our hands and the smash and then the, you know that rover was there we are getting samples now, and uh, just doing doing uh, the international. I can't wait for them for to release that,
1: and then you see a video release from Buzz Aldrin walking on the moon in present day, and he just go over, steps on the Russian rover, like not today, Russia. They're like, "Holy shit, Buzz Aldrin's on the moon!" He's like, "Yeah, I left yesterday. I'm here."
0: He's been he goes back and forth all the time. He's always checking on his
1: his plaque. His like
0: a, we well, you know Superman has his Fortress of Solitude. Mm-hmm. You know Buzz. Buzz. He's checking on his plaque. <laughs>
1: he, he's trying to get it's mad with a new wife. He's like, oh, I need some time out of town.
0: He's got a. Uh, you know, he's got a dad mower up there. He's, mm-hmm. There's no grass on the moon. He. They just. They don't want to tell him. They. they, they they use technology to put grass on the moon, but this small patch just for Buzz to go up there to mow it on the weekends. He sits up there and flips burgers and he's you know, like,
1: I'm tired of the nagging with the new wife at home. I'm
0: like, I come up here. My fortress my fortress. Oh, he's already tired of the marriage. It's been like six months. <laughs> it was like you know how it is when you're 93 and you marry a 63 year old and she never shuts up just talking about the shoes and the hair and the guess what i saw on the view like that's what buzz aldrin says that's not me it,
1: it wasn't the russian <laughs> river crash Buzz got pissed off thinking about the marriage and smashed it on the ground
0: he saw the Russians trying to land, and he threw like his uh, golf club <laughs> in that direction. It was like, "Not today, Russia." Not he's today. 90, 93. You yeah. know, yeah, I could see that because he's been going back and forth this whole time yeah. for all these years.
1: The original Space Force,
0: Buzz he's Aldrin. Got a, he's kind of. We gotta put that up. We gotta put
1: that on a shirt. The original Space Force, Buzz oh,
0: Aldrin it's 2023 and Buzz Aldrin is throwing one of his golf <laughs> clubs to thwart the Russians so just again because you don't know what the Russians are going to do so anyway he doesn't know any better he's from that generation Sean Esquire <laughs> uh, I'm still enjoying my, my Abita and I am ready for the, the next big thing again what Iran. I'm sorry oh. uh, about. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry I ran about all the cooing the coup de co- coup de tying, cool. and uh, that's not that's not on me. I mean, that's 1953 CIA. We but, weren't part of that. Eisenhower. Can't believe I, I can't believe uh, Eisenhower uh, got sucked in that. That's supposed to be. I like Ike. Do you remember the uh, you the, know little, what? the thing I read
1: too? That whole Iran uh, coup thing. It was only like a four day mission.
0: Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We, <laughs> it was
1: bang bang bro. boom like. <laughs> pretty pretty insane but hey good on them what's this what's this fast times is this a racing film
0: what's it is fast times yeah so i i wanted to end on a good note everyone and sean esquire and i have been doing a little bit of summer movie review Mm -hmm. or summer movie just great movies that came out a lot of tom
1: hanks a lot of tom hanks saving private Ryan I can't one. wait for Apollo 13
0: and the guy that gets seduced by a lady but he's a special needs guy that gets seduced by a lady and she puts him in the friend zone for 30 years until she gets AIDS and runs out of money and then goes back to special needs guy who was rich photo scam which one? Were... Oh, that's the one yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah okay everyone oh we've done two Tom Hanks <laughs> one of the biggest movie stars ever but thank you Sean Square yes that is correct I do want to get into august 13 1982 fast times at richmond high everyone okay i hope i hope that just pavlonian there's some great like 80s music kick it in your head right now choir. please tell me number one you've seen it because last time you're like i haven't seen that for like text you two days before man watch the movie that we're gonna talk i'm sorry Wait, you you sent
1: me on fast i thought you sent me the one on red dawn this was a spur of the moment type one that I'm like, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen.
0: Oh, good gravy! And then, then right, I was thinking me... about
1: it, and I was like, oh no, that was the one with Matthew McConaughey.
0: Okay, all right, all right. You know what? You don't have to chime in all the time. So, okay,
1: give me the synopsis here. Who? What are the? Who are the actors?
0: Fast Times, Richmond High, 1982. Emilio Estevez. Written by Written by Cameron Crow is a famous writer from way back in the day. He wrote the the book in 1981, Fast Times at Richmond High, and he was born in 57. So by 82, I think he's like something like 23. He actually went undercover. Okay. Went to a went to a high school to sort of get reacclimated or whatever. Ooh. Who knows what he was what he was doing there. Sorry, I'm getting the hiccups. He went undercover at Claremont High School out in California and this movie amazing movie for so many reasons Nicholas Cage is in this movie oh Nick Cage but it's actually it's his first movie it's his first paying gig 1982 he is not credited as Nick Cage Nicholas Cage he is Nicholas Coppola
1: oh okay why is that uh that was before he got married to um John Cage and then he changed his name when he got
0: married. Got married to John Cage. That's a cool name, though. Uh, his, he is the nephew of Francis Ford Coppola, Shanna's Choir, who is the director of Apocalypse Now. Oh, man, I hope I'm not messing that up. That's like way back, like episode two that we, that we talked about. That. You love Did Apocalypse we, Now. I love
1: the movie. I don't know if I know the director.
0: Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola? Almost Wait, not, Is that the one yeah. of
1: Apocalypse? Well, I guess we'll have to double check this afterwards.
0: I can tell you that Nicolas Cage is the nephew of Coppola. And so he, he was Oh, Nicolas he Coppola was Coppola
1: vehemently against the Vietnam War and said, I am disowning my name.
0: Was the supposedly the story is that he wanted to make it on his own,
1: uh, but not
0: that first, mo- not that first movie. That no. he was, yeah,
1: like, I'll, I'll be a this here this just life to life. get my foot in the door. And then, Smart
0: movie to get his foot in the door before because was I get a lot of
1: Epstein or something. Star
0: power, mm-hmm. star power. This is a phrase that you really want to use. Sean Penn is in the movie.
1: Okay, I know he is.
0: The most he's on the he's the poster. He is in many many regards. He is the movie. Okay. He's the comic relief.
1: Who's, the, the, who's the girl? Who's the female?
0: Oh, man. Who is the girl? There is Jennifer Jason Lee is, is in this movie.
1: Don't know. <sighs> oh, my God, is she, has she been in anything good?
0: Breakfast Club?
1: Oh, I saw The Breakfast Club. That's got Emilio Estevez in it.
0: Okay. He's not in this. All right? He's not in this movie. <laughs> it's not one of his movies. He did other stuff. But if it makes you feel any better, uh, Charlie Sheen, his brother,
1: okay.
0: oh, also not in this movie. was Charlie
1: Sheen was in Sheen Yeah. Was
0: in yeah. <laughs> gonna, anytime we can, we're going to twist something into a, into a Vietnam movie. These three best actors, not in the movie, they, they were eventually voted best actors. So I mentioned Sean Penn, Nick, amazing actor, by the way. Nick Cage. Mmm Nick Cage, there you go. Okay. Yeah, he got best actor. And the third person that was in this movie as uh, as best actor and obviously these are all these guys like early roles. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage first role, forrest Whitaker. Oh, I know his, who he is. His, his yeah. Yeah. Nick Cage was the youngest one IRL. That means in, in real, real life. In
1: real life,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. He's 17 when he gets on gets on to Fast Times at Richmond High. I think that the director, or whoever, they got pissed about that, and uh, and then they sort of like. So so is, this, is this
1: like a dazed and confused type film, or this is, this is just, so
0: much better than? That. Yeah, it's just the high awesome school. I, I mean, dazed and confused is like, hey man, we're stoned, and then the, and then like, hey, do we mention that we're stoned? We're stoned, man. I'm like, uh, we yeah, get we're gonna go we to this it.
1: concert. It's gonna be great. Oh, come on,
0: yeah. So the the, the amount of stonage for Fast Times is there. Okay, uh, but it's mostly Jeff Spicoli, Sean Penn, who again, as far as '80s characters go. They put him on the cover and on the poster for a reason mm-hmm. he he's the spirit of the movie he's that he that encompasses the 80s let's party hey bud let's party That's his famous yeah spicoli if spicoli stayed that i say that age spicoli stayed 20 30. if he stayed 30 forever i would party with him until my daughter dying i know maybe by 30 he's got a little bit of a gut but he's got like that 30 wisdom you know kind what of else right? was he in so- Sean Penn
1: oh not Sean Penn the other guy
0: Forrest Whitaker
1: oh he was in like a few good men right
0: Forrest Whitaker is big black guy I know he's the big he's like the running back or no he's the yeah I think he's the running back for the the wolves is their their mascot he was in the shield I don't know
1: 80s is very limited for me like I remember like John Candy uh, can I tell you can I tell you something that people
0: people online have said and that I may I you know I don't I don't agree with that. That's not right, me what they said. Some some people refer to Forrest Whitaker, even though he's been, you know, he won best actor, wonky eye. That's what people call him oh. online. Mean mean horrible people, just heartless, soulless people.
1: I didn't want to mention it earlier. That's how I knew him, but I That's wasn't gonna it. say anything. Mm-hmm
0: my theory if you go back and watch the movie spoiler alert that sean uh that sean Esquire, uh forrest whitaker he's the he's the running back he's probably the best running back in three counties oh and then jeff spicoli spicoli that's he's sean
1: pin
0: that's sean Penn. Okay. he's cruising around in forrest whitaker's character's car okay uh with forrest whitaker's character's little brother okay and then they're you know they're getting they're getting bombed they're getting okay. stoned mm-hmm. they're rocking out and then they get a car crash and they smash his brother's awesome car
1: and the brother and... dies
0: <laughs> it's... no it's not one of those oh it's not one of those... that was like There's a those
1: heartfelt know... film about driving was, while intoxicated
0: it goes through the windshield you know yeah. and then <laughs> the rest of the movie he turns into <laughs> this like Academy Award. And then
1: Sean Penn <laughs> Sudoku's himself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love how much he loves the Sudoku. Su- dude. Seppuku. Seppuku. <laughs> so they set it up. So, yeah. So Spicoli, Spicoli sets it up that the rival football team destroyed the Forest Whitaker's car. And then that scene, when you see Forrest Whitaker roll out there and they spray painted it like, Go Trojans or whatever it was because they were the wolves. Then uh, Forrest Whitaker, he loses his mind and he goes on to like smash them in the next game. But if you watch that mo- that one moment where he sees the car, his beautiful car that he loves—I don't know—it's like a Trans Am eighty one or whatever—and nice. and then the camera comes in a little bit at that exact moment because he's such a good actor. That's when his like eye goes eye, crazy. Eyes go eyes go wonky and then stuck like that forever. He was doing he was doing it just because he is you know I am the character. He is has, oh. has just that level of method acting also dovetail on that sean penn for if as jess piccoli was method acting he was he put it on his on his door as the actor he everybody he just stayed in character i feel like if
1: i was gonna act i would be that same way
0: you want to be that guy? I'd have to, kind of an I have
1: to be in the character at all times. I feel like as
0: an as an actor, you need to learn how to turn it on and turn it off. That's part of the job of an actor. Don't no. be that. You know, I, I read this story a long time ago about Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, yeah, Lincoln. He did, that, he did? No. Well, okay, yes. He but did He did he, he. Oh, my God. At some point, we have to talk about him staying in character as Lincoln. He stayed in character for My Left Foot with the movie where he could only move his left foot. And then guess what? When the director was like, cut, he was like, no, I'm staying in character. I can't move my arms. Someone has to feed me. They had to feed him like a child, like a baby, because Mr. Actor couldn't bring himself to go out of character for lunch. That's He's like Can
1: you imagine Tom Hanks being Forrest Gump method acting at all times?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: the best the best one that I've heard is Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. You might you might know him from Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Yep. So I heard a interview from that director, and he said that he was the absolute best Brian Cranston ever that he's ever seen in terms of turning it on, turning it off. That he'll be sitting there talking about a baseball game, mm-hmm. and then the director will go, quiet on the set, action. And he'll go into this crying or whatever he has to do. And like to me, that is a professional. He, that is a professional.
1: He's he, got talent, no
0: doubt. He does, yeah. Uh, a couple of big names here, Eric Stoltz's first movie. Don't know. Going, going back to fast times (laughs) do you remember a movie called mask uh, where's the
1: the funny guy the green the mask where he turns green
0: oh no 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 my friend this is from the 80s Oh, this is from early 80s i was thinking
1: of like the ace ventura guy
0: no back to fast times at richmond high which is one of my favorite movies ever sean penn stayed in character and then the teacher that he had mr hand was in real life ray uh walston famous actor so sean penn would sean penn would annoy him between takes so that they could have like legitimate being annoyed because sean penn's very much the stoner Jeff Spicoli he's like hey orders a pizza to get delivered to class which as a kid i was like that's the coolest thing ever i didn't even know that you could do that pam springsteen bruce's sister she was in the movie and i don't think she has a speaking role but It's funny because there's like Bruce Springsteen posters or bumper stickers or whatever. So she's just like, Oh, there's my brother's dumb band. Probably who knows Uh, Sean Penn asked her out. They went out on that movie. God only knows. So there's a Sean Penn, Bruce Bruce Springsteen. They probably held hands. (laughs) Lots of, uh, lots of light of us, light as a feather, stiff as a board. They did like, um, you know, pick up the body thing. The director said that Sean Penn and his friends were actually smoking weed that awesome vw bus they pull up to for prom so they're in they were doing in irl sean esq in, in real life, life they, in real life they did irl uh for the for the pot smoking and then <laughs> and then also everyone and this is a uh, it's a little bit more than pg-13 here there's a masturbation scene and that's oh. judd judd reinhold and judd reinhold what he did for that was he brought a uh, very large dildo to the t- to the set and then he didn't tell anyone, and then he, and then <laughs> that's what he was using. So when Phoebe Cates burst through the door and you see her look of like, oh my God, that's a legitimate look on, on her behalf. One of the best songs in the movie song, by the way, uh, amazing soundtrack, just a ama- hence historically amazing soundtrack. As far as all movies go, this really epitomizes eighties music, but Jackson Brown's Somebody's Baby is in the movie, and that is a famous scene, and that has uh, Jennifer Jason Leigh in it. Jennifer Jason Leigh is maybe, maybe my 80s crush.
1: I don't know who this is.
0: Oh, my God. She's in her 60s now. She was in Breakfast Club, man. Come on. Get. Oh. oh, shit. You know what? No. I'm sorry, everyone. That was ali sheenie was breakfast club that was my breakfast club crush and obviously molly Ringwald. but yeah ali okay. she, she so ali was was a golf girl Jennifer Jennifer Jennifer
1: Chase
0: is Lee, single white female you know, that's what she is now she no. she hasn't met you know, bez I'm. she's uh i'm she's getting close to uh buzz's uh age group whatever his fan base yeah she's uh I know her single wife, and then she did a cowboy movie with Kurt Russell, The Tarantino movie. Was that the Angry 12 or the. The, the um, Hateful Eight? There it is. There was a number there. That's her, Jennifer I, Jason Lee. I'm
1: looking on IMDb because there's no way I would have known any of that.
0: So the movie is, fa- in terms of like, you know, boobs or whatever, the movie is famous, famous for like the number one nude scene for all of the 80s movies some people say ever is Katie Holmes nope Phoebe Cates
1: oh I was like I knew Phoebe, who that is
0: Phoebe Cates uh famous coming out of the pool scene before she burst in on uh, on Judge Reinhold with his uh, giant dildo in the bathroom mm-hmm. so Phoebe Cates was that is the top of the top and if I'm thinking oh, back okay as a, as a kid that, yeah there you go. So yeah. Sean Esquire is showing me the iconic. Do you know that scene? Dude, you know that scene. I've
1: dude. never seen this.
0: Oh my god. Are you kidding me? Growing up as a kid, that's like the first time that you're like going on with my pee Something. <laughs> <laughs> or At least, you know, because it's 82. So I was I was you know, I was only like 30 at the time when that movie came out. Look like
1: at Google says <laughs> see more. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So uh, a couple of the knickknacks from Fast Times, August 13, nineteen eighty-two, the Vans shoes. So they compared it, you know, on on ET, the movie Extraterrestrial, the Reese's peanut butter. They had a product placement in there, and okay. it just blew up, blew up overnight. Everybody was like, "Oh man, the candy that ET eats. I'm going to eat that. See, if, <laughs> see if I can make my neck go up and down." Whatever, I don't know what the thinking was. Vans checkered shoes to this mm-hmm. day. Because of Jess Bacoli from that movie, Jess Bacoli was so great. It's amazing, hilarious. So okay. Maybe, maybe one of the best summer movies for many, many years. But absolutely, anything movie. It's a fun movie. It's a fun romp. It is not for kids. There's boobs there. There's some adult things that happen in that movie, like out of nowhere, you're having fun, and there's like the stoner kid, and then they go to the hospital and they look at cadavers for for science class. And then there's you know, there's like adult things that happen. When I say adult like things that only adults should be, but there's all, there's a little bit of that. Mostly it's a fun romp,
1: well, mostly were, fun romp.
0: And then and then well, they, they were kind looking of at in the cadavers, like,
1: were they locating the aorta bifurcation? <laughs> at one by four or three <laughs> to four?
0: I don't think that anyone had a handle on that back then. Sean Esquire it was okay. No one really knew the inner workings of the human body till two thousand. 16-ish. I yeah. Mean, the internet had a lot of theories, but then we were like, oh, one heart. Okay.
1: Maybe, maybe I'll check Amazing. this out while you are <laughs> traveling uh Eastern Europe.
0: Maybe, maybe. And Sean Square, I'll just say, I mean, put Red Dawn. Top day Red Dawn is my favorite 80s movie. I've seen Red Dawn. Dawn. I know, but but it's worth seeing again. And, and again.
1: And but again.
0: if you haven't seen Fast Times at Richmond High. And shame on you! I don't know. I don't know if women will connect with that movie very well. I don't. I mean, it was directed by a woman. That was her first. That was her directorial debut. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it was really geared towards uh, being one way or the other. I just think, given the culture of the eighties versus now, that uh, I mean, there's more boobs there, and then, <laughs> in terms of equality, they actually they were going to get an X rating because there was a full frontal shot of a dude and uh and, and his equipment and the movie ratings people said okay we're gonna give you these these boob scenes or whatever there's a sex scene also uh maybe we'll the these boob scenes and sex scene or we'll give you this dude's full frontal nudity uh and they had to like pick and choose between all the stuff they were gonna get away with they had the girl
1: <laughs> what is, a little, <laughs> little fact or not fact question here what are your top three 80s movies
0: Ooh, man that is tough uh i will i will say red dawn right out of the gates for sure okay i'd like to find like a an 80s movie that just still cracks me up because i'm pretty sure didn't we say animal house was 70s
1: i think it was
0: i have to look i have to you know what this is our last summer uh our last summer episode i'm gonna cheat okay
1: i just googled too I, i'll give you one of mine caddyshack came out in 1980 love so it. love uh, it caddyshack i loved um i loved rambo but blood sport mm-hmm. probably my my action film i
0: know i know you love oh yeah i mean i think at that point you got to get into like action because the 80s just had such an explosion of every genre like just took off
1: mm-hmm. so
0: yeah i mean okay uh return of the jedi
1: oh okay That's a star true. movie the second—that's call- the second one.
0: That's the—that's number three of that trilogy of oh, the original. Trilogy. That's a weird
1: title. If he's returning,
0: Return of the Jedi. Yeah, they—I oh. mean—they spent two movies building it up to that.
1: What was the second one? Battle of the you Hoth.
0: Know, Empire. Empire Strikes Back is oh. better than Return of the Jedi, if nothing else, because of the Ewoks. Ewoks are just like, oh my god, these these things. But I think Return of the Jedi might have been eighty. Shame on me for not knowing that. Okay. So I would throw, I would throw in that. I would throw in. Obviously, I have to throw in Indiana Jones and. Oh yeah,
1: I need to think
0: of that one. Last Crusade was in the nineties. Original Indiana Jones. Uh man, I love, I love Last Crusade. And by the way, shame on them for making any after Indiana after Last Crusade. I don't think they needed to get into aliens and all that dumb shit. Um, Freddy Krueger. I mean, oh, you know, horror some, film? some of the best some of the best horror films I would do a horror as a different genre I would do action at least one of the Star Wars at least one of the Rambos uh probably Rambo one and then yeah. you're, you're you're saying action uh predator throw predator in there okay Predator's gonna uh, be uh, like my favorite
1: space. scene is that uh Dylan you son of a bitch and they do the <laughs> arm thing and both their their biceps flex
0: Mm, I, I like him throwing that giant uh David uh Bowie knife. Like, oh yeah. Into that dude. And then he like sticks to the wall. Mm-hmm. And Arnest Schwarzenegger says "A bifurcation L4." <laughs> Stick around. So, that's a great that's a great scene. I mean, I got to get Red Dawn in there for like top action. That's that's a tough call, man. You're making me choose between Lightsabers and Arnold and uh, that, that's a that's a toughie. The Top '80s time. had a
1: lot of good movies.
0: Just golden age, man. Golden age. Ghostbusters, for sure. Ghostbusters one in there. Oh, Probably yeah. feel Ghostbusters one and two in there. Tough, tough break there, Lady Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> wow, just uh maybe develop your own. That's a uh, oh boy. They're, they're uh, trying. Do it. There's was a movie where they had a helicopter and like the helicopter helped the guy solve crimes. You remember that
1: one? I, I no idea. It,
0: I don't think it was Blue Thunder. Was Blue Thunder a series? But I and and on top of that, well, I'm so I'm getting into that realm. Eighties had these Ooh. fantastic campy movies.
1: Real genius. Where Real the geniuses? geniuses.
0: Real genius as Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. And they're, yeah. And they're dealing with lasers. Building a laser. Yeah. Mm-hmm
1: i always loved Uh, that movie
0: i would get into i would get into the is it steve savage i would get into the better off dead and or one crazy summer okay either one either one of those yeah comedy wise i would pick one of those comedy so yeah uh 80s had great do you think i mean die hard one is in the 80s right it's gotta be yeah it's gotta be okay well then then I, I can't have a top three action if Die Hard. Die Hard is in there. Die Star Hard Wars. came
1: out in July twenty second, nineteen
0: eighty eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I mean, or or I just include that. In, I make a whole Christmas category and I say Christmas movies. Die Hard number one. Die Hard one number one Christmas movies ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna like, I can kind of, you know smoke and mirrors my way into making other categories so
1: like die hard and then like christmas vacation I we
0: know. will we will make our top 10 top 20 I mean, we'll do separate categories we're going to put it on our our page on the x formerly known as twitter
1: oh yeah doc. and at some point we're going to do a doc and lawyer walk into a movie review
0: yeah. So, so our next we have we have big things coming. Hey, Sean Esquire, thanks for uh, the cat out of the bag. There, sorry. we're going to save it. <laughs>
1: Reach out to us at uh, doclawpodcast at gmail dot and uh, give us some movies that uh, you want reviewed, and we'll give you the unfiltered, real deal. You know,
0: review. We're going to we're going to tackle it from law perspective, from the science perspective, from spiritually. You know physically, philosophically, you name it, we're gonna we're gonna take care of it so that you can you can go on and enjoy more time with your family and friends and then you don't have to worry about dissecting everything. We're gonna do the dissections for you. Shen Esquire, we made it to episode 21 and a lot of people <clears throat> maybe at the CIA said that we wouldn't do it. I haven't started my car since we started like episode two, three. I've just been like, I don't want to mess with that. So yeah I would like so I would like someone come take a look you know but but yeah 21 man we made it to episode 21 so well, yay yeah. for us
1: it's you're gonna have to do a big reveal soon
0: we so. have a we have a <laughs> we have a history horn we have you know we've we've come a long way I don't care what anyone says. we, we I don't care what anyone says we've come a long way and sometimes Sean Esquire says sometimes we do beer sometimes I'm going to go off the rails and do beer and whiskey. He mm-hmm. grabs the mic and he's like, let me tell you what's going on with this country. <laughs> those, those are the episodes that uh, will live on for the ages. So, Shada Esquire, thank you for joining me in, in this journey. That we, I didn't know if we were going to make it 21 or you know, oh, what's going on.
1: Homework for you while you're away. Mm-hmm. When you're
0: over there in the
1: fjords of norway bouncing around um if you find a good brewery and you're like Mm. hey this beer is good ship me a you know a six pack Mm -hmm. and then two talk to them and let's get them on the show
0: i thought you were going to tell me to call england immediately and say here's another group of people that (laughs) do it better than you do get your shit together i'm sorry british friends i'm sorry we can't even buy norwegian beer but (laughs) I'm on beer sticks. I haven't had a lot to eat today. I'm sorry, Brit- British friends. That's on me. That's not on you. Yeah. So, Shannon Squire, I, I hate to wrap it up. I really do. I but uh, this is our this is our end of summer. But more importantly, episode twenty one. Everyone, 21. Well, I'm I'm super excited. We're going to be doing more, bigger, better things. We've got merch. Check us out on doc law Podcast on at at Twitter, at Doc Law Podcast. At Do- Twitter. Yeah.
1: I'll, I'm going to have episode 20. Obviously, you're mm-hmm. not going to hear this by then, but I'll be editing, have everything up probably either Monday or Tuesday. I am planning to edit this podcast by the end of the week, so I'll be releasing oh, it go. next weekend.
0: Uh, delusions of grandeur are and, happening. And, okay, and, then, you
1: uh, and then I've got, what, like two weeks to wait on you to get back? <laughs> so... You know, as soon as you get back, like be ready to rock and roll. It's gonna be
0: it's going to be a big September month. I'm going to buy the internet thing for the computer, and I'll just do it on the plane. There you and go. People will be like, "What, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Shut up, lady." Like, <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> they probably won't even speak English. It'll
0: be like, <laughs> uh, I, love, I love how you're just like no one on the plane. that's great what
1: are you doing or whatever they sound like in norway i I don't Uh, have you learned a norwegian you know hi how are you
0: i've got i've got uh, my phrases i've got my it's not, not my my first rodeo so i've got my 15, 20 phrases that I'm going to butcher to get me around town and keep you know keep me give, give me a sentence. What does this sound like? What what is this? Sound like? Like, what is this? Uh, I don't have to get in that right now. Oh, because, okay. Okay.
1: So like, done.
0: <laughs> it's Aloha Guntad and Namaskar and so yeah. it's a lot, it's a lot of don't like, this film not, on you. Uh, I'm not attempting it after five, six beers, that's for sure. So, <laughs> Also, I've got this awesome app on my phone. That's going to be my BFF for a while, for sure. <laughs> there
1: you go.
0: That's my product review, by the way. Like, oh, this app. See if it works. Getting, getting tased by, uh, by cops and soldiers or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right, everyone. Episode 21. Thank you, everyone that has subscribed. Thank you for everyone that that tunes in. Keep tuning in. If you're new, this is us. This is what we do. Beer, food, history, rock and roll, music, uh, entertainment, life, science, everything. We're not really that political. Uh, Mostly, uh, we're about love. That's us. That's where we're we're coming from. Shana Squire, I love you. You and your beautiful face. I know. Even though um, about three, you're, uh, I don't know how many whiskeys in. And that's uh, fine. You, 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 live, you live your life. And a little bit of hiatus, everyone. We will be back soon. Uh, bigger and better things. Great, great things coming up on the horizon. So we'll talk to you soon. And thanks again, everyone, for chiming, for coming in, for listening. Episode 21. Thank you.